Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot onto the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. Nicholas Keller. What type of criteria do we like to use when we decide who steps foot onto the boat? Whatever the hell we want. And what are we talking about this season? We are doing another fan-submitted season. Thank you, Teresa, so much for sending this to us. We're going to figure out what cartoon from the late 90s, early 2000s are we watching on the boat? Yes, that is correct. And so here we are in group D, which means that group A, B, and C have already happened. But just for a quick recap here, we'll break it down for you. Group A's champion is SpongeBob SquarePants coming out of the eighth seed. The five seed Rugrats coming out of group B. And then in group C, we have 15 seed Rocco's Modern Life. Cody, we are looking at a Nickelodeon sweep here, depending on how group D plays out well nickelodeon's gonna have a hard time winning group d because it's only got one representative we've got in the first group or in the first match number three rocket power going up against the 14 seed ed ed and eddie and then the next matchup is number six powerpuff girls going up against 11 courage the cowardly dog Yeah. And so we'll start off with that Rocket Power, Ed, Ed, and Eddie matchup. So I discussed in earlier episodes, and I've said this a few times about how my mom, you know, policed a little bit of what I watched as a kid. So I didn't watch shows like specifically All Real Monsters or Ren and Stimpy, which were in uh, previous rounds. And so, and I think that was, once again, in an effort to make sure I wasn't a weird kid. I think she was a single mom. She was doing the best she could. And so she just wanted like, just give me that normal kid. I don't need him into weird stuff. And so- Because of that, by the time that we got to when Ed, Ed, and Eddie was at its peak, which let's be very clear, is a show about weird kids, I was not into it. I do not understand the appeal of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like in any, you can try it from all different ways to try to like help me understand the appeal here. I do not get this show and I don't know if it's because it's too, maybe it's it's supposed to be lowbrow, but it actually is super highbrow. I, I do not like this show on any metric. I don't like any of the characters. I think it's, once again, maybe it's just it's a bunch of weird kids. And so at this time, I was just trying to be like normal, all-American Nick. So I missed the point, but I do not like Ed and Nettie. Do you object telling me your opinions, Cody, on the show? Ed and Nettie kicks ass, dude. I love Ed and Nettie. No. It's yeah, nice. Oh, I, 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 you got the Eds, uh, first of all. They're all funny in their own different way. They've, they all are different, like, tropes of the same character so tree. I think what this is, and this is also, I mean, and I had this growing up, too, that, and I'm not sitting over here like, I'm some fucking comedy purist or any bullshit like that, okay? I, res- I love myself a great fart joke, okay? But I think the problem that I had with Ed, Ed, and Eddie was that, this to me was uh, Mike Birbiglia has a great joke about like what the class clown was in high school, right? The class clown is typically not the person that ha- is coming up with incredibly great bits and well-structured jokes and timing and wit and all this. It's the kid who whips his dick out in front of the whole school and everyone's like, ha ha, that's hilarious. That essentially is what Ed, Ed and Eddie is to me. It's a bunch of kids whipping their dicks out And it's supposed to be funny, but I just, maybe it just came into my life at the wrong time. Like I said, there's nothing about this that 
there's nothing about the characters that I found funny. I just found them all so annoying. Now let's, let's compare that to the wonderful children on Rocket Power. This show was fucking kick ass, bro. You had, <laughs> oh my God. Not only do you have the brother and the sister, right? Then you, uh, you got Squid, just like the, their friend who like is always nervous, but he always gets down. And whenever he does something, you feel proud of him. Then you have the one friend who's clearly just always going to be down, perpetually doing, the, doing dope shit like, without thinking. I'm sorry I don't know their names, people. We only come to this with the knowledge that the world gives us. And so while I've definitely seen these shows, I don't always remember character names or plots. Like, these things matter. I think, yeah, we only know we know. I, I didn't watch a lot of Rocket Power. I think Rocket Power got counter-programmed out of my life by, like, the Thursday night cartoon block that I watched that included Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It may be. I, and also, I've never shredded the gnar, dude. Bro, dude. I don't fucking skate. I don't do any of that stuff. It just didn't click with me on that level. Although those kids were fucking shredding. I get that. This, Yeah, the kids shred. And they shred on all things. They shred on bikes. They shred on scooters. They shred on rollerblades. It, they, I mean, and you want to talk about too. I mean, we've talked a little bit about, you know, in a lot of these worlds, where the fuck are these parents? The dad encourages this shit. He's usually in on it with them. Oh, in the world of Ed and Eddie, there are no parents. It's this weird hellscape where, like, all children exist independently of any sort of Are there really no parents in Ed and Eddie? Because that would make a lot of sense. I don't think at any point there's ever a parent involved in any way. That makes a lot of sense to me based on, like, why the kids would develop in that way. And if you, and if maybe you want to look at the show from that lens, like an anthropological, sociological lens of, like, what would it, what, this is essentially Lord of the Lord Flies, of motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, but it's not, and it fucking sucks, and Rocket Power is so good. I mean, I'm just, I just keep going through my head, like, all the, all the dope episodes, like, once, they do, like, they go to New Zealand, and hop in the Zubas, and bounce around each other. They're just balling out of control all the time. Also, probably, if I want to acknowledge, maybe because, once again, grew up with a single mom, and this show is predominantly about a father who's there and uh, loves his children and, and is there. I said, <laughs> didn't love me or anything like that. Um, I, I, have a, I have a wonderful relationship with my father. But there's probably some shit in there that I got to address and look at and be like, man, it'd be really... Because we also don't want to say, like, what's the best show, right? I don't want to sit here and be like, just because I like Rocket Power more doesn't mean that Ed, Ed, and Eddie shouldn't move through. But... When we talk about what world do we want to live in, right? Like if you got to be transplanted and be in this world with the, with the characters or kind of view them from the side here, I think, especially if you don't get to hang out with the characters, you just happen to be a person in that world. What was Uncle Tito? Was that his name? Yeah, Tito. He's the cook at the, at the restaurant that they run. And he's I just want to hang too. out with him. He seems the coolest fucking dude on earth. He looks, I mean, honestly, the one thing about the parents, and this is, and I think, I want to say it takes place in like Southern California. Fucking people is high out of their minds all the time. Yeah, dude. They're all lit. Every adult is lit. Tito's high. Like, everyone's just blazed, hanging out, watching their kids. Like, I mean, maybe there is some neglectful parenting in the sense of like, yeah, man, fucking hit that wave. I know it's the largest wave on record ever to hit the hit the coast, but you got it, man. <laughs> you got you it. You're nine. You're nine. You got to just believe in yourself. Yeah. Don't hey, don't let that life jacket weigh you down. Get out <laughs> there, bro. <laughs> like fucking yeah. Go. And, okay, so we have completely neglectful parents going up. Against- maybe not even parents. Once again, I I kind of think this is maybe more of a, a Lord of the Flies situation than it isn't. Which and also- it is Lord of the Flies. This yeah. is a social experiment I've ever seen one. Yeah, and. Here's my problem then. Once again, fucking hate these kids, man. 
and like, and I'm talking pretty much the whole cast too is a bunch of just, and I'm sorry. And I, and I know I'm coming off like such an asshole about saying like weird kids. I'm so like, I want to once again say like, be fucking who you are. You are the best version of you, all that wonderful Barney stuff. But I can't get over the fact that I fucking hate these kids, man. And at least I don't think now to be very clear in case you're wondering if I was an adult in the rocket power universe, I think I would maybe hate those kids too. But just from the sense of like, sometimes you got some skateboarding punks and you're like, Hey, Hey, get off the sidewalk. Like that's, they're more annoying to me in that way where I think these kids would annoy me from the lens of like, you are wasting your youth being doing dumb shit. Okay. So these kids turn into jackass essentially. The humor profile on these shows is completely fucking different. You have basically rocket power, which is a sitcom, a skateboard sitcom. Essentially. Yeah. Pretty straight down the middle. Ed and Eddie, which is just absurdist abstract humor. Uh, It's Ed yelling buttered toast at a random time during a conversation. That's not funny. That's not funny. Like, I'm sorry. That is not what humor, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be the police of humor because God knows white men do that shit all the time. But that's not funny, dude. Like, that's the shit. It's the same as there's the video on the internet where it's the kid in the um, zombie makeup and he's like, I like turtles. And people are like, that's fucking hilarious. It's not, what's funny? Tell me what the setup, what's the, like, and don't get me wrong. I love absurdist humor. Stella is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love Stella. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's uh, Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter, David Wayne, who basically direct everything that you love in comedy. Fucking great. Love that shit. But I cannot abide. I cannot get behind Ed and Eddie. I'm sorry to dunk on this so much. I'm, I'm locking in Rocket Power. I am also going to lock in Rocket Power, but you're shitting on Ed and Eddie. And I think you should have to go back and give it another look through because it's... It, It'll make you laugh. Maybe I'll, I'll go back, watch an episode. All right. Number three, Rocket Power beats Ed and Nitty. That is fair. So the Nickelodeon Final Four dream is still alive. So we're closing in. But here we but are. But it's got to go up against whoever wins out of Powerpuff Girls and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Titans of the game. Hey, do you want to guess which one my mom didn't let me watch as a kid? Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Your mom. Okay. My mom's dope, by the way. Like, I, I don't want to paint this picture of my mom as, like, this, like tyrannical like police is what i watch because i ended up watching a lot of stuff later on like i was y'all think y'all watch like stuff like the real world and road rules way too young Mm-mm, fam i was doing that in like third grade second grade stuff for me okay so i was on like way adult stuff but like it was these cartoons that were just so out there and so weird that i think my mom was like uh-uh that's you're gonna end up doing lsd as a I, I didn't watch a lot of courage growing up and i didn't like it when i did but I love the Powerpuff Girls. And recently I went back and I, you know, dipped my toe into Courage like a while back. It's so much funnier than I thought it was, dude. That show kicks ass. I'm sure it does. Like this is one of those where I think once again, too, we, we've talked about this multiple times that the 90s and early 2000s is such a weird time for cartoons because basically they just, as long as it didn't curse, you just showed it to kids. Like that was it. <laughs> if it it's wasn't- if it wasn't Simpsons or King of the Hill, which are like are addressed as adult cartoons, you could get away with anything and show it to children in this time, in this in this period. And yeah, I mean, I think Courage is definitely going to be one of those shows that goes down as like just the most buck wild concepts. I'm sure. I'm sure they probably tackled like apartheid in an episode or something. Like they just went all in on stuff. But it was so <laughs> smart in the paint weird. And so like. And whereas, I mean, I mean, but to be fair though, dude, like Powerpuff Girls is the fuck. I mean, 
legend. And also too, and this is something that people don't talk a lot about when it comes to superheroes and supervillains. The rogues gallery that Powerpuff Girls has for villains is wild. To, like you have uh, the monkey, you've got- Mojo the- Jojo, you got him. You've got, uh, what's that one girl's name? Uh, Sedusa, fucking straight yeah. up Sedusa. Let's talk about her real quick. This is a show for kids. This girl's power is fucking, that's her power. Look. She hypnotizes men because she's hot and then she has sex with them and uses that to like leverage power. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just saying like, it's, they have such a, I mean, there's so many of these villains that like you have that like affinity for, I love a little kick-ass girl power as well. I mean, this is coming off of too, I think culturally, this is probably right after Spice Girls. So we're all down for just a little bit of like kick-ass girl power. Townsville got shit on all the time. We Who? need, okay, the mayor of Townsville, Townsville. Yeah, Townsville, great okay. name. Yeah, Townsville's a great name. Great name. What the hell, what kind of deficit is this motherfucker running? How's, what do you mean? They gotta rebuild the city weekly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we certainly don't get into- And Mojo uh, Jojo, Mojo Jojo is like the main villain throughout the time, right? Yeah, he's the big one. Dude, yeah. motherfucker lives in a volcano in the middle of Central Park. <laughs> Every time he escapes from jail, he goes to the volcano in Central Park. Why do y'all motherfuckers wait for him to do something evil again? Go get him. Just, you know where he is. Or shut down the, you know, like have the girls with their powers shut down like dismantle the volcano lab. Like just don't let there be a volcano lab in your town. Like you know <laughs> that it's not like it's not like you bet it's not like you were benefiting from the research that was conducted in Volcano Lab. No, like, it's evil fucking research. Yeah. Can we real quick though, and I and uh once again, you know, the knowledge that we have, what are the Powerpuff girls powers? Like they can fly they, like the Superman powers. They got all the powers. And right, it's just because they keep they're developing new powers as they age which is a fun little thing. Oh, okay. So do they, do where they have separate gets, powers from each other? Yeah, kind of. They got like different things they're good at because Bubbles can talk to animals. And none right. Of the other can. Blossom develops like freezing breath, like ice breath. Okay. None of the other girls get that. And I think Buttercup's just hard as fuck, which is- Yeah, really- she just is like invincible and just can like, just take that punishment and just comes back for more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm like, I remember them flying. I feel like I remember them like being able to like, shoot lasers from their eyes or something stop researching i'm just trying to learn things cody i'm sorry you're right we do our research we will we will conduct our own research later yeah i mean i the world that we want to live in let's go let's play off that right like powerpuff girl world not that great though once again if if you're just courage seems like such ass though it's like one little gas station and one house in the middle of Kansas. I've been in Kansas. My family's from Kansas. You tell me I have the choice of living in a city that will may get destroyed or Kansas. I'm taking the city every time. <laughs> That's fair. I do feel, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking from the standpoint of like, A, obviously your town getting destroyed every all the time is going to suck. But then B, you know, for anyone who's like more of like a Tim Burton kind of fan, which I'm not saying I am, but to get that kind of absurdist, like what the fuck is going like you're constantly just feel like you're tripping like life you're just like oh, what the hell is going on around me and here's some fun there but i mean i think i'm i'm leaning that doesn't I'm leaning, sound fun dude living in an episode of punk sounds like the worst fucking thing that could ever happen <laughs> fair enough i i think i'm i'm here to lock in powerpuff girls uh Same, moving, into, girls. moving into the elite eight here courage once again i'm i'm sorry i just 
I just wasn't there. I just don't. Speaking of Powerpuff Girls, him. Let's talk about him for a second. Yes. Does he fuck you up a little bit? Does him fuck me up just a little bit? Uh, I mean, the problem is when we look back on some of these things, uh, the problem is that this is probably some weird coded anti-trans shit. Is that what it is? I, well, the character is named him, but appears to look, I would say, feminine. Um, and definitely, I mean, if it's not anti-trans, it's definitely some probably like homophobic shit where it's like kind of a lispy, devilish character. So then we yeah. start to kind of code some of that stuff. Is like It's the same with like Jafar and Aladdin. So there's, I mean, I would argue there's probably some very problematic things that you don't think it's teaching you. Because once again, too, this is the, essentially the devil. The devil comes out a lot in Cartoon Network shows, huh? They had no fucking rules just right. The devil is just a very prominent force in this. And so I think, you know, once again, though, I love the rogues gallery of, yeah, dude, the Rowdy Rough Boys were made in a toilet. Let that sink in. I Can we, okay, but can we talk about then the origin of the Powerpuff Girls and that we as a society, do we ever ask Professor X, like, no, not Professor, um, it's not Professor, professor The Professor. The Professor. Yeah, it's just Professor. Do, did anyone ever like one day be like, hey, Professor, how did you get three little girls? Yeah, and we just kind of let that shit slide. Like we just, or did I mean? Because also, did we accept his like? Oh, um, I was fucking around in the lab, uh, dumped some ingredients, and fucked three kids, and we just weren't like. And it's 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 implied in the show too that like he dumps in that it accidentally puts in chemical X, which may or may not be. Yeah, that's we'll the X that at some point. But yeah, we don't. So chemical but, X can just make humans. Like we're just well, gonna ignore this and be like, was, no, he was in the lab trying to make the perfect little girl. That's in the why very was he okay? Did you hear the words that just came out of your mouth? Yeah, buddy? no, I'm about to address that. What the okay. fuck was he gonna do with these kids? Second of all, they it says they were like, are they gonna age? He made the perfect little girl. It's he didn't make the perfect child that's going to grow. They came on. They were Powerpuff Girls. They were at that age when they popped out of this congealed goo. They yeah. cut out as Powerpuff Girls. Are, they, are we going to get teenage Powerpuff Girls? Are we going to get adult Powerpuff Girls? I doubt I, it. I mean, is there ever an episode where they do, because like how um, Rugrats did like, um, sorry, I know I'm not supposed to be doing research on. Stop researching. I, I have to know. No, this probably, nope, this turns graphic. God damn it. Yeah, you should not have Fucking done that. the internet, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't even, and I don't even want to make Professor be a creep. I think he's a very good, I mean, once again, we talk about, I mean, this is the single dad bracket right now. Um, just two dads just trying to do the best by their kids and make sure that they have a good life. And so I, I, I don't want to make it out that professor is like, is, is gross for this, but it, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter what, even if your intentions are pure, which I believe his are to it's decide a red flag for sure, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And then, you know, luckily end up with superpower kids, which is interesting, you know, fun, but I mean, rocket power, once again, I just. It's so fucking kick ass. These kids like inspire. I mean, this is why I had a skateboard as a kid. I mean, I couldn't, I never did anything good on a skateboard. But I Powerful remember Girls be- tackles shit though. Episodes of Powerful Girls tackle shit. There's like, there's definitely shit where they cl- tackles classism. They tackle racism. In Rocket Power, it tackles skateboards, dude. I'm locking in Powerful Girls. You can't get me off of it. You can- <laughs> Powerful Girls kicks ass. Red flags, red flags away from the professor stuff. Because I'm gonna okay, one sec. This is conspiracy theory, Cody coming back. Hey, Nick, 
this is fucked up, but like, do you think the only reason we know about the Powerpuff Girls is because they got superpowers? Like, was the professor trying to make kids? Like, if they didn't have superpowers, was he just going to keep them trapped in the lab? I I want to believe that the professor is pure of heart. He's never shown us anything but his character. He he's shown us nothing but a pure man. So I I don't want to go into some gross weird like thing i want i want to keep him pure i want to keep some of these things pure but that is why i do want to go back to some of these and rewatch them <laughs> i i have to agree with you here well don't get me wrong i'd love to see the nickelodeon sweep here powerpuff girls is just far too iconic for us yeah, not to yes. rocket power was kind of a flash in the pan yeah rocket power i mean it, it was good while it was there but yeah you gotta it's the powerpuff girls man it's the fucking powerpuff girls. Yeah. like we're not gonna like we we gotta watch we gotta see how that pans out so we will move into the final four powerpuff girls here and so that is it folks we have our final four set so we will have spongebob go up against rugrats and rocco's modern life go up against the powerpuff girls for what is the best cartoon what are we playing on the boat but until then folks that will be the final four which drops on friday so definitely make sure to check that out if you want to help out our show one thing that you can certainly do to help us is go on to itunes spotify wherever you're listening to us hit that follow, hit that subscribe make sure we download into your feed so you you can see these right away uh, when they drop and then also, if you're going to be on iTunes, one thing you can do is give us a review. You can give us uh, those five stars. Those are always helpful. And you can always write a review as well. And when you're writing that review, you know, you can tell us what you like about the show. But what we really want is for you to put down, what is your final four? What are the four things that you want us to talk about? Do you want us to relitigate this episode? Maybe force me to go back in and watch some of these weird shows and give them a chance again. Whatever it may be, give us your final four. And then after 25 reviews, we will then do a bonus episode with that. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, feel free to follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. And if you have an idea for a whole season, just like Teresa did, email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. If you're lucky and it's good, we will give you a shout out and we will do it as a whole season. And as always, shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. Once again, Final Four drops on Friday. But until then, I've been Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>